Deli was distracting me. There was all sorts of shenanigans going on here before the show started. I have my green tea explosion, so you never know what's going to happen. Let's just say that. And we've got this, so, you know. By the way, some nasty stuff is going to be coming your way today. We've got some women, guys in the chat, we've got some women saying, they. why would I spend my money when I can spend yours? Oh, looking to spend your cash. Are they worth it is the question we're going to decide. Here's what we got on deck for today. We've got modern women saying openly that they date men for the cash. Wait till you listen what she has to say. This one is too much. We have, uh, I'm going to show you what happens when feminists are addicted to the talking points, even when they're miserable, even when they can't open a jar in the kitchen. Great video coming your way. I'm going to be reacting to some modern women who are saying they don't show this stuff, the goods, you know, up here. They don't, they don't show it for attention. They do it for themselves. Wait till you see what she's wearing by the way, on Fresh and Fit when she says that. The unbelievable nerve. I really can't. What else do we have? We have some Matrix stuff. Um, any of you have kids in the chat? I'd be curious to know. Tell me, by the way, in the chat, if you, if you don't mind sharing, how old are you? Do you have a family? Are you married? Do you have kids? Male, female? You know, don't give me some like uh, alternate male or female is all we need going on here. We don't need, you know, I'm a, a, a fox or some craziness. Although we will hear from someone very much like that today. All right, we got all that and we have much, much more today. I'm going to start with She Dates Men for Their Money. Let's listen to how a modern woman talks about her cash and about your cash, guys. If you're listening, let's take a listen. Let's go to four minutes, Deli. Uh-huh. Like literally in college, all throughout college, I dated for love. Uh-huh. And it just never worked out because in the end, I was left with nothing. But when I date for money, mm-hmm. I leave with bags. Trips, mm-hmm. jewelry, those memories teeth, though. Oh, I BBLs, mean, you okay. know what I'm saying? BBLs. I, yeah, you leave with something, very much something, instead of leaving with nothing but love. Mm-hmm. I'm so stunned with her honesty, but that, I, yeah, I, I am. I am. Yeah, I, I, I am upset with it at the same time. Why would too. you? I, and I understand people who think conventionally don't think like that, right? But even like in marriage, you gotta leave with very much something. So when you say you you date for money, that means yeah. it doesn't matter if this person is attractive or not. Like that's a bonus. That's just a bonus. <laughs> so he could be ugly. He could be ugly, motherfucker. But but as long as he, he got the money, ugly gotta come with a little bit more money. Okay, <laughs> wait, hold up. He's if he's ugly, he's got to bring more money. Is this woman not disgraceful the way she talks? First of all, does it not read as heartless to you? If you're watching this as a guy and you're like, where have all the good women gone? I feel your pain. I I feel it. I see what you're saying. This is not the way traditional women talk, by the way. I don't care if somebody's talking like this and they're saying they're traditional. They're lying. (laughs) No one who's traditional talks like this. Traditional women are looking for love. They're looking for all of those romantic things that are from a time gone past, right? They're watching the romantic movies, The Notebook, whatever. They're tearing up. They want that romance. They want that one guy. They love that tunnel vision. They love that feeling of being safe and secure with their man. They love when their man calls, calls them my woman. Women like this are taking over now. And what I love about it, I do love her honesty and I do appreciate it because she's saying what a lot of women out there are doing but not saying. 
Did you hear what she said? First of all, I love the line. Oh, I'm going to leave with bags. I'm going to leave with teeth. I guess she means like the grill. So like, I don't know. I'm like, what is going on in society right now? I don't know is the answer. Deeply, deeply, deeply unattractive stuff that is going on. This is ugly. This is ugly, but it's real. So you got to give her credit. She's coming out and she's saying what other people won't say. Guys, know who you're dealing with. Know who you're dealing with. And that's why I always tell you, you don't spend money on women out of the gate. You don't. Even if it's a woman that you're sizing up and you're like, she's traditional. She has a good family. She has a good relationship with her mom and dad. And you're thinking this could go somewhere. You don't dangle that cash in front because you need to know if she's there for your money or if she's there for you. That first date, simple as possible. I say it all the time. Take her on a picnic. Take her to the beach. You live in Florida. That's where we are right now. You pack a little basket. You go. You hang out. You take, I don't know if you drink, I don't drink, but if you, some champagne, maybe something, something small, you take a nice walk, you talk to her. If that's not enough, you know, she's there for the wrong reasons. Do not stick your cash out and dangle it like this. I don't care how much money you have because the, the wrong woman will see that and be like, oh, now I got to play. The, I got to play the game. And then, you know, with who the game is you, she's playing you. So this is disgusting. And by the way, there's something so sick about a woman talking like this, right? Let me do it. Let's start off the show, right? I can't believe I, I waited so long. Nasty. But that is nasty because a woman is supposed to not be that. A woman is supposed to be someone who is romantic, who is connected to her womb, who is connected to that beautiful romance, right? Guys love that about women. They love that because we're different from men, right? We're supposed to be different from men. We are different from men. Now they're talking like this. I mean, what, what distinguishes this woman from prostitution, really? You're there. You're putting out. She does say she's putting out, by the way, later in the clip. She talks about it. It was one guy I think she slept with on the first night. But regardless, she's saying that and she's getting stuff. So is this a business deal? What is going on here exactly? And why are these guys signing up, you ask yourself? All right. Can you imagine a woman saying she doesn't date for love? She doesn't date for love. Would you want to date that woman in the chat? Let me know. Does that appeal to you? I doubt it. Let's go to second clip, Deli 534. Gets better. Or shall we say worse? Dated for love, and mm -hmm. I was in it for love with somebody. When you in something and you love somebody, you literally love their dirty draws. You do things that you wouldn't do for them. You lower your expectations for them mm -hmm. because you love them. You probably never even liked rice in the house, but you allow rice in the house because you love this person so much. Mm -hmm. So when that don't work out, you look back and you're feeling depleted. You'll come cup is empty because you pour so much into the cup so you be like damn i really gave my all to this person because i love them so fucking much and in the end i'm left with nothing because i pour everything so into how, how long you think that's gonna last for because right now i'm looking at you you're a very attractive woman but yeah. as you get older obviously pause this for a second we're gonna those... get back to this in a second because there's more coming this way this is the way damaged women talk this is why guys say that they don't want to be with a woman who's been with a whole bunch of guys because odds are if that woman's been with a whole bunch of guys, there's going to be a rusty guy in there that did her dirty. And now she's talking like this, right? Now she's saying, Oh, it's too much to love someone. I'm going to fill their cup too much. I'm going to feel bad about myself when they leave. I'm gonna, this is all damaged. This is a damaged woman who has now made a decision by the way. Oh, I'm going to use men for money because I've been done dirty by some men. And then everybody wonders why guys want somebody who hasn't been through hell and in back in relationships, why they go for a woman who hasn't had a lot of sexual experiences, why they go for a woman who hasn't been in a lot of relationships, because they don't have all that damage on their back that then they're going to toss on to that guy. 
this is not rocket science. She is talking completely damaged. Look at what she's saying. Oh, I'm doing as if doing for a man now in her mind equates with, you know, slavery or equates with, oh, the more I do for him, the more likely he's going to leave or giving him my all is bad. I should hold back some. That's all damage. That's all somebody did you dirty. And now you're making the next guy pay for what the first guy did. That's why guys are trying to avoid women like you, honey. That's why. That's why. All right. Keep playing it, Deli. Let's go back to that one because the part about the money is coming now. Those looks might not be there the same way. So you, you won't be able to date for the money like you used to when you was attractive and you was taking advantage of your looks. Right. So how like how do you think that's going to benefit you in the long term? And that's a good thing that I'm a multimillionaire with four streams of income for myself. So I really don't have to worry about that. So then if you have, again, if you have your own money, yeah. why are you dating for money then? Like Because why would I spend my money when I can spend your money? Oh, oh hold up. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. You know that song? Hold up. Wait a minute. Y'all know that song? I used to love that song. Deli, don't make fun of me. Deli laughs when I sing. Sing's really good for you. Emotional release. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, why should she spend her money, y'all? Why should she spend? She's got four streams of income, multi-million dollar this, that. But she's not spending her money. She's spending your money. And you know what? A lot of guys are dumb enough. They'll look at a girl like that. She's an attractive girl. We can all acknowledge. They'll see her strut in. You know, she's got the, the thigh high boots going on and she looks really well put together. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, they'll be taking their money out. What do I got to do? What do I? Don't do that. First of all, it's pathetic. Secondly, she's never going to take any of those guys seriously, by the way. She's going she's gonna to itemize you as men to be used because guys that are really high value, for lack of a better word, they have a lot of options. They're not going to play these games with this woman. They're not going to hand her all this stuff. Oh, here's bags and here's this and here's that and here's all this stuff. And that's not how it plays, right? They're going to be looking for a more traditional woman. They're going to be looking for someone who clearly isn't in it for the cash. And the cash may be a bonus, but... Every guy wants to know that if tomorrow he lost all of his money, that woman standing beside him would be loyal, would be committed, and would love him just the same. They don't want to know that if, if something happened and, I don't know, something happened to your business, you never know what could happen. Things happen to people. Things happen to even the best of people who plan. You, you just never know. You want to know that you got a woman that's going to be with you when, it, when, when the downhill hits as well as the uphill. This one's not. This one will be grabbing her Louis Vuitton bags by the way that you bought, and she'll be out of there in two seconds. She'll be on to the next guy. So, guys, more important than anything, yeah, I see you in the chat. More important than anything, you got to know how to read these women. Know how to read them. Know how to detect a gold digger, which is what she is even when they don't say it, because she's giving you the benefit of saying it. And by the way, I love these women now. She's on this podcast talking, yapping away. <laughs> like, she just put it all out there. You'd have to be a moron, guys. Again, I always tell you, I don't care. You got you to gotta not be looking at just the physical and be like, Duh. no. While you're doing, Duh, all your money be flying out of your pocket into her apartment. <laughs> That's how it works, okay? Nasty. Um, okay, I think we're done with that one. Let's go to, this is too much, man. Let's go to, actually, let's play one more second of that, Deli. Do me a favor just to make sure that I'm, I'm done with it. You know I mean, what I'm I, 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 I respect, Not like I said, I respect money. the I honesty. I put my money to the side. I'd rather put my money into my storefront. Mm. I'd rather put my money into my investments. I have a storefront in mm. Atlanta. So I'd rather put my money into that. You can put your money into different things for me but if you any time that you take your money off the table and you leave i have money 
stacked up that I've been stacking while you've been okay. spending yours. This is important. You know why is it also, can I just make a comment? I'm sure I'll offend somebody now, but why not? Why is it always that the, the, like the, the, the gold diggers and the troublemakers come with the claws? You ever notice? You notice how my nails are just nails, but it's like, is that a, is it, is it a secondary weapon? What is going on with this all the time? I will guarantee you, you find yourself a girl. I'm not saying every girl with the claws is trouble, but I'm saying a lot of the girls with the claws are trouble. You ever notice a correlation between the claw and the trouble? Guys, you see these claws, just, I'm just saying, make a mental note that something not so good for you may happen. So again, this is your takeaway. Her money is her money when you're dealing with these modern women and your money is her money. Okay. So she's going to keep her money, making the money, put it to the side. That's going to be for her stuff. And she's going to expect your money to take care of the family, to take care of her, to take care of the kids, to put that roof over the head, to have that beautiful car on the driveway. Now, is that okay if she's worth it? Absolutely. Is that okay if she's talking about money like this and very clearly using you for that cash? Nope. That's why I'm saying you got to be able to detect these red flag girls and don't waste your time. Don't be thinking, well, you know, I'm just playing now. Anyway, you're playing. So when you play, do you like to just may as well? You know what? Send your money to us over here at JB Live. We'll put a predator to use. If you just want to throw it out the window, <laughs> send it over to us. Delhi will buy himself a penthouse <laughs> and that will make everyone happy. Omega Rosetsu in there. Started off the chat. By the way, get your super chats in there. They're going to be read questions, comments, whatever you want. Shoot them over my way. Male, 44 until July, engaged, passport. Black, far-right, internalized, self-hating, libertarian, no kids. I give too much money to the government. Six figures. Oh, you okay, so you're telling me your whole, remember I said, put in the chat. I'm curious who the listeners of this show are, too. Um, I know the demo, but you know, the intricacies of your lives, what appeals to you. Interesting to me. All right. So we all talk about feminists, right? And how feminism typically goes out the window the second life gets challenging or gets hard, right? There's a fire and all of a sudden all the feminists are like, where's my big, strong firefighter? All of a sudden they're all willing to be a damsel in distress. You ever notice that? They hate on damsels in distress until they're willing to be one because real trouble hit the area and they need a big, strong man. So this was interesting to me, this TikTok video. And a great example of what's unfolding in the modern world. Delhi's play number two for me. I am losing my shit. I bought this. I bought this. I would mute it. Actually, oh, actually, we can't. Okay, keep it going. I cannot open it. I physically cannot open it. Usually, I'm really strong, and I can open it by myself. But I can't, and I refuse to ask anyone for help. And I've been trying for two weeks now. Okay, mute it for me for a second. I'm going to talk over it. You can play it. Just mute it. So she goes through this whole process. I don't know what that is. It looks like lupini beans to you. I'm not sure. It looks kind of tasty. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, she goes through this whole process about how, look at her, trying to open the jar, trying to open the jar, struggling. She makes a point of explaining, by the way, through all this, that she, oh, how come I can't open TikTok? She's like, please help me open the jar. And she says... I will not ask anyone for help. And then she specifically at the end says, I will not ask a man to help me with the jar. Heaven forbid. Honey, you want to open that jar? Just walk outside. Any guy on your floor, you live in an apartment building, any guy in your hallway, you ever see that with men? Drives me crazy, my husband. I could be sitting here. Sometimes I'll do it without even thinking. And I'm just like, ah. My face getting all red, the blood vessels, the veins coming to the surface. And then I'm like, babe, just open this. And he goes, 
you know it, ladies. You know, sometimes it drives you crazy too. You're like, huh? what, what, what? At first it drives you crazy and then you're like, hee, hee, hee. You know, we get, the, we get the giggle. We get the giggle when the man opens the jar. You know it. It's like when they fix something. Whenever I see my husband under the sink fixing something, I'm like, hee, hee, hee. You know it, but that that's what old school women used to feel, right? Traditional women feel that way. They see a guy exerting some strength, right? They're happy. They pass the jar and they're like waiting for him to open it. You could see that little muscle flex while they're doing it. We're getting hot. By the end of it, we need like a fan. We're like, like this. Not the modern women. Offended. Why is she having such a hard time? It's because she's trying to be a man, right? She's a little masculinized too in physical appearance. Can we acknowledge that? She spent so much time swallowing the feminist talking points. You got to compete with a man. You got to do it yourself. You don't need a man. Ha ha ha. Right? She's adopted all of that energy. Look, my pen broke. That's how serious this conversation is. She has spent all of that time internalizing all of that pure feminist garbage that now she knows that if she acquiesces and, and, and admits that she's not as strong as a man and she has to hand that jar over to him, that she's going to have lost something. Maybe you'll lose a little bit of your masculine edge, honey, and attract some men. Something's going on with you, is all I'm going to say. So, And this is the difference between men and women, right? Like men are physically stronger. They're just physically stronger. Why, why can't we just say that and scream it from the rooftops? So just give up the jar, honey. And you know what? Had you given that jar over to a man and he snapped it open, guess what you'd be doing? You'd be sitting right now at your table with a nice big plate of those lupini beans, Mm-mm-mm. feeling all satiated, rubbing that tummy. Instead, you spent a week frustrated, irritated, and hungry, and there's nothing worse, nothing worse than a hangry feminist. Nothing. Ooh. All right. So, you know, these modern women, they're always saying that they dress for themselves, this, that, the makeup's for themselves. Yeah. They walk around the house in bikinis. You didn't know? (laughs) Okay. So Fresh and Fit, I was watching a little bit of their show the other day. It was a fun one, too. This woman comes in dressed like a stripper. Okay. And she wants to let you know that all of this exposure that's happening. And by the way, there's a lot going on, which she says is natural. I don't know. I, I, I. I don't know. But regardless, she's not doing it for you. She's doing it for herself. Let's listen. 3228, number three. I want to put my business out there. Okay. She's, she's private. Yeah. Wink, wink. I don't Thank think so. You. She has her titties out. So she. <laughs> she don't hide her titties, bro. She was like born listen, with them listen, titties. Listen, that has nothing to do with it. Like, just because I'm wearing an outfit does not mean that my man is insecure, does not mean that I'm insecure. It's just because I like to look how I look. Beautiful. And if I want to show my titties, I can. And my man has Hell no yeah. reason for it because at the end of the day, he's going to suck them when I get home. Per. So, I mean, you could just say, qu- qu- like, you like attention. There's nothing wrong with that either. No, baby, it's not that. It's not for attention? No. What is it for then? It's to make myself feel better about myself. It's not stop for attention. Stop the cab. Okay. No, you stop the cab. So you, so you put the makeup on, you wear the clothes. Do you go to sleep like that every night? No. So then you if you do confident. it for you, wouldn't you do it to go to sleep too? No. But you guys are that talking about sense. titties. She got natural titties. Yeah, There's nothing like, she could do about it but live with bitches, them. All right, that's a different thing. Even but they're natural, baby. Like, she like, she they're going to show with a long sleeve, long yeah. neck ass shirt. Then if I wear she something like, short. double E's like, in that thing. There's no way of Okay, what a liar. What a Come on, honey. Do you lie to yourself when you look in the mirror like that? Too? Come on. 
So first of all, she says, he asked her a different question at the start. And she says, I don't want to put my business out there. Honey, you put everything else out there. You may as well put your business I mean, the boobs are like hanging over the table like they're just out exposed. It's pretty much a bikini. I find it interesting that she's private about certain things and not others. So that's a lie right off the bat. I don't want to put my business out there. I'll just put my boobies. I mean, what the heck is going on? Stop lying. (sighs) Then she says, of course, that she doesn't do it for attention, right? She's just doing it, you know, because the boobs are big, she says. And regardless of what she wears, they're going to be exposed. Can you imagine that type of logic? Well... I have large breasts and you're going to know I have large breasts even if I wear a long sleeve button down. So instead, I'm just going to walk around naked. I mean, the dumb hurts from this one. Honey, you're doing it for attention. You're doing it because you put on a shirt like that. And guys, no matter what, are going to be like, because it's like, what? even me, I was like, "What's wow, that's a, that's a lot of booby. You know, you're just drawn to it, right? Because it's 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 odd and it's, it's, it's plentiful, right? So she knows that's why she's you went to the fresh and fit podcast wearing that just because you know for yourself get over yourself honey and just tell the truth i would have more respect for these women and i'd have a lot of respect if they just said yeah you know what i'm wearing this because i want some attention from you guys i see you looking at me i know the audience is going to look at me i'm trying to make some money in my side gig over here i've got my instagram in the feed and i'm not stupid wouldn't you respect a woman who just said that because you know you'd be like well for better or worse she's she's you know, walking the walk. She's talking the talk. She's saying what she feels. No, not these women. Can you imagine? Well, whatever I wear, it's going to showcase that. I. So if I have a big old booty, right? I mean, I just think about that. Oh, whatever I wear is going to showcase. So I'm just going to have, you know, ass, you know, ass cheek exposed pants. That's all. Dumb. Also, do you notice how she talks about her boyfriend there? Did you catch it? A little bit of a boss, babe, right? Oh, he's going to, he says, she says something like, oh, he's going to suck him when I get home. And did you order him to do that? How do we know? Okay, signs this guy is a simp. Number one, his girlfriend is out on a show dressed like that. Secondly, the way she's talking about him, because you wouldn't talk about an alpha guy like that. You wouldn't because you'd be afraid if you got home that he wasn't going to be there anymore, that he would have cleared your stuff out and it'd be sitting out all packed nice and he'd have moved on. But you talk about a simp like that and you go home and he's like, why are you talking about me like that? And she's like, and he's just like, that's how you know she's dating a simp. I'd love to see him. Wouldn't you love to see the boyfriends sometimes that are with these modern women? Oof, I feel like it would be so telling. All right. Now, Myron keeps his calm. He often keeps his calm. I have to give him credit for that when faced with crazy. He does keep a calm demeanor. Me, I can't always say that. I sometimes flare up. What can I say? Female. All right. Um, How would you feel if your girl wore an outfit like hers is the question. Let's go to 3414. What about you? Okay, what about you? Y'all trying me. I can't wear an outfit. Listen, I can't wear an outfit. If your girl were to wear an outfit like this, how would you feel? Without me present, that'd be unacceptable. (gasps) That's your opinion. Okay. I mean, Next. here's the thing. This is how you so asked this is him. The thing. You asked the question, so now I'm going to answer it. <laughs> a lot of men want their woman to present themselves in a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. When they're not there, or they could present themselves in another way when he's there. But in general, it's a, it's a sign of respect to your man, how you present yourself when he's not around. But listen, my outfit has nothing to do with self-respect or respect for my really? man. Really? No, yeah. it doesn't. Not it's for just a man who's, inse- who's not insecure. 
Okay. If my man likes me. You know what I love about this show too? It's it's like all the women chime in, right? It's like coming to each other's aid. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not insecure, yeah, yeah. Honey, you're dressing half naked for attention from. Is your guy there? No. You're dressing half naked for attention from other men. What Myron is saying here is true. It's true. It is a sign of respect for yourself, how you dress. There's a scene. I, you know, we mentioned, somebody in the chat had mentioned the other day that movie, Indecent Proposal, with Robert Redford, who I used to love, by the way. And there is a point in that movie where he talks about a woman that caught his interest on a train once. And he, he tells the story to Demi Moore's character. And he's saying that he didn't, he didn't act on this on on that moment he didn't get to that girl and he thought about her for years and years and years I'll never forget his description of her she caught his attention she was buttoned all the way up and must have just been a beautiful stunning woman and I will tell you this there is a new wave of men out there who are so tired of seeing what's easy and all the nakedness all it's it's become commonplace to them that if they see a beautiful woman who is buttoned up who does have, you know, something sexy, but something that shows that they have respect for their body and they're not slutty, their eye will leave that half-naked woman at the club and will go right to that beautiful girl who shows self-respect because it's it's becoming less and less and less common. So your eye's going to go to that. In the same way I always say that the male eye is going toward the women that don't look manufactured and stuffed with filler and Botox and weird and are going for that girl next door. Because ultimately, they're craving that traditional woman. They're craving that woman with self-respect. They're craving that loyal woman. They're craving that woman craving that woman that's not going to be a headache for them. And so I'm telling you, ladies out there, if you treat yourself with respect, you don't look like a cartoon, and you're not sleeping with everybody disgusting, nasty, you are going to be a prized commodity. <laughs> you are. You 100% will be. So, and, and you know, sometimes it's different if a girl goes out with her boyfriend and he's there. I think there's a little bit of difference because when she dresses up, then part of that is dressing up for him and being on the dance floor with him. And then he's like, this is my woman. And she's very clearly with him. So that can be very different. It's when she goes out without him and half naked. that Come on, who are you half naked for? What? Are, how dumb do these women think their guys are? Guys, are you being dumb? Are you being dumb? Do they think you're dumb because you're actually acting dumb is the question. By tolerating all this stuff, put your foot down and say, that's not going to work for me and watch what happens. Either you're going to have a major red flag girl that goes out the door or you're going to be surprised and you're going to have a girl that's been waiting for a very long time for you to show some muscle and by muscle, I mean mental fortitude and say, this is not okay with me. Either it's going to stop or I'm going to leave and she's going to change because she's going to realize, oh, I don't have a doormat. I have a man. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk uh, body count. Oh, man. Aaron Rudolph is in there. Five. To <laughs> Can we please hear Deli sing? No. Deli, do you sing? No. No. Only in the shower. All right. Somebody <laughs> needs to set up a microphone. Uh, I don't want a camera. Let me say that. But a microphone in Deli's shower and we will play it on air. <laughs> So maybe Andres in the back can do that because I know you two have a feud going on anyway and I like to just <laughs> add fuel to the fire. Let's just say that. Okay. Number four, body count meltdown. After this, we're going to get to the chat. So if you have questions, you have comments, super chats, get on in there. Say your piece. I want to hear from you. Body count meltdown about to happen. Let's go to 5808. The girls are freaking out. Let's listen. Maybe we can elaborate if we got time. What about you? What's worse, a man with a high body count or a woman with a high body count? Neither is wrong. 
Well, it's not about which one is wrong. It's about which one you think is more detrimental you, to the relationship. If you had to choose one, which gender would, do you think it would be? If you had to choose. I feel like neither is detrimental. I'm not trying to be passive aggressive, but like actually, like I don't think that's detrimental personally for me as an opinion rather than a fact. If you had to pick one, I wouldn't. Alright, that's fair. But if you have to pick one, <laughs> do I have to? Yes, that's why I said you have to pick one. Expert. She doesn't have to. I don't think so. Right. Okay, let's pause Just it there. The yep. So this is a very simple answer. Very very simple answer. It's nastier, and I. It just is when it's the woman that's sleeping around like crazy. It's nasty. It's nasty because something about femininity is so beautiful when a woman really has that self-respect and grew up and was raised right and reserves sex with someone that they really care about and they really love. There's just something that becomes, that radiates out of a woman who makes those decisions. It just is a reality. Now, I, I've sold you, audience. There, I have a nuanced opinion about this in the sense that I do believe that hookup culture is bad for everyone. I believe it's a time sink. I believe it's much more damaging internally to women because of what our biological proclivities are and what we're kind of, when we enter a hookup culture, we're fighting against what's natural in a different way. I do believe, however, there is an energy exchange for everyone. And I do believe that for a lot of guys, it's, a, it's an energy sink and a time sink. Right, you could be doing something more productive with your time, and ultimately, you're not going to get much out of that. You're not, you, and, and frankly, you might get a headache out of it too, because a lot of those women are going to get attached, and your phone's going to be going off when you don't want it to. Right? So, I have said that, but th there's a very easy answer here, which is that it's more damaging to women to engage in that behavior. They leave with a lot more emotional baggage as a result of, you know, raising those body counts, and it's more damaging to them in the sense that they're less likely to attract a man. Right. Because get, not guys care about this. So they are going to decrease their rank in terms of, say, they were a nine before. Now you got the high body count. You could take yourself right down to a five to a four. Really, you can because it's disgusting to men. So you're just you're reducing your value in the sexual marketplace by doing that. A guy, it's a little bit different. I think guys have a lot more leeway. I do think that if a guy turns around and says, I have a body count of 200, there are women that will be like, mm mm. I'm not signing up for that. But if a guy turns around and has a body count of 10, 12, 15, even 20, that's not going to be a reason that women are going to say no, by and large. Now flip that and put it on a woman. Put that body count on a woman and guys are going to be like, oh, nasty. It's just different. I can't really explain to you why except for what, what beauty femininity has when you are selective. And men and women are different. So that's a very easy answer. Now, and also, can we just, um, is that girl possessed? Is something going on there? With all the, she looks a little. I'm. I have a video up right now that's been very popular. I was talking to producer Eric before the show about possession. Possible that girl may have been featured in the video. Just saying, I wouldn't be surprised. Something going on there that's a little creepy. Just saying. Okay. Did you all see it? How do you all feel about the tattoos all over when it comes to women? I'm curious. Do you like it? Let me know in the chat. You don't have to pay. You can just, you know, do whatever you want. I mean, oh, you want to pay, fine. But you don't have to super chat it. Just, I'm curious. Do you like the tattoos when it comes to, I think sometimes that's a, it's a problem. All right. Let's go to 114.15. More on, on body count. Why is, why would having a big body count, like, 
indicate that okay, pause you were it. Wait, not a good Does she look like maybe she could have been in Lost Boys, the movie, or something? <laughs> is I, Let's just be honest. Something is not right. Now, does it surprise you? Just leave me on screen with her for a second, please. Does it look at the girls around her? Does it surprise you that this would be the woman saying, "Oh, why is body count a problem?" Oh, tatted up. Like, is there a, no? Because there's a, this is like leftism. It's kind of like a troll emerging here, right? Weird, heavy makeup, dark, goth, red flags galore. The tattoos. I'm sure there's some piercings going on that we don't know about. Not to make assumptions, but I will. So is it surprising that this attitude would come from this? No. Is this a woman that most men are going to see and be like, I can't wait to take her home to meet my mother and father and my little sister Susie. I can't wait for Thanksgiving because she's going to fit in so great in my beautiful house with the Thanksgiving spread. Come on. Even if he was drawn to her for a night or two because maybe he wanted to experience something out of, I don't know, Lost Boys. He, he was going to maybe pass on the holiday gathering. So let's just also be realistic about what you put out there and what you're attracting. If she thinks that all this going on, and I don't even know what she looks like under all that. She may be a beautiful girl for all, but there's a lot going on that's odd. But that's not going to attract guys. You know, it's not. Your average guy is going to be like, mm. you're not even going to want to do that for a night because you're like, will I make it out alive? I kind of want to live a little more. I could pass on that experience, right? So what are you putting out there? And the body count is part of it. It's, it's just guys just don't like it. Like just, I don't care if you don't like that they don't like it. They're still not going to like it. So just accept it or realize that you're going to have less options when it comes to quality men because they're going to pass you up for some girl that cares and probably doesn't look like she was in Lost Boys. All right. Let's go to uh, number five. This is fascinating to me. Maybe you guys in the chat can help me figure out what she's talking about. Um, let's go to number five. Different girl. Same brainwashing. I actually have said that I would prefer a simp. I would prefer. What did you say about an hour ago? I mean. No, hold on. Stop. What did you say about an hour ago? <laughs> you remember? A masculine simp. No, what did you. Uh... I mean, yes. If a guy that's too, like, fangirling uh... over me is different. Oh! You triggered my trap card. There's a difference Got between you. fangirling over oh. the fact that I have Instagram followers and being next to someone who is. I hate to use this word, but people call me famous because I have a blue tick mark next to my name. There's a difference between someone fangirling about like well, the status that they're around compared to the behaviors are the same. Mm -mm. A simp and a fanboy are going to do the same things. They're going to pedestalize you. They're going to put you before themselves. They're going to think yep. that you're they're, you're better than them. They're going to do all the same behaviors. The yes. same things you literally said a second ago. You're not attracted to. It's different because I've had. Mm -mm. Dudes. All right, let's pause it. She's lying. Lion, 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 lion. There is no such thing as a masculine simp, honey. There's masculine men, and then there's feminized simps. That's it, right? They're different. They're different. You can't be like, well, don't you love her saying she's famous? Everybody has a blue check mark. I look on Twitter now, and it's like the guy I grew up with who still delivers mail and used to work at Blockbuster somehow has a blue check mark. It, it's indicative of nothing, right? So I love that line. Oh, because I have a blue check mark. Nobody knows who you are, honey. Nobody knows who most people are. A lot of people don't know who I am and I was sitting on The View, right? Nobody cares. We're in a different age now. Everybody's got the blue check. Nobody cares about any of this, right? Who cares? Whatever. Regardless, I love when she's talking. She wants a she wants a masculine simp. What would that look like exactly? And she's trying to say, oh, no. When I said simp, I meant people who glorify me because I have a blue check mark. 
No, honey, you meant people you could walk all over. You meant guys who look at you like this and idolize you like, oh, my God, I'm so lucky. I can't believe I got her. Um, what can I can I lay down a red carpet for her every time she walks in the door? Can I massage her feet at night? You're talking about that. You'll be out the door in two seconds going for some guy who looks like he, you know, will make time for you. But, you know, maybe not every night. You know it. You know it. So stop lying. These women lie, too. And, you know, we did a clip a few weeks ago where we were talking about, like, oh, is it cool for, you know, uh, guys to ask other guys advice about these women? And some of the feminists were like, no, 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 no. You got to ask women. Why? So they can lie to you? Can you imagine this woman going up to a guy? I really, I really want a sim, like a masculine one, but like, I really want a sim. And that guy picking up on that and then doing simpy stuff. And she's, she's going to leave you like a hot potato, man. Come on. Can't listen to this stuff. Crazy, crazy. All right. Let's go into the chat. I've arrived in the chat. Deli sends them over my way. So by the way, if any of you get left out, just blame Deli. Um, it's his fault. <laughs> Ryan, the eating warrior. Give five bucks. These girls know what they're doing. They post their Instagrams. They, uh, they want to get more followers. Attention is their drug of choice. That's true. Right. But you know what? Why not just admit it? Right. I just don't get it. Like, just admit you like attention. Like, even when I would go out back in the day, my best friend and I would go out. I never went out. Not one time. Not one time in my entire life went out and hooked up with a random guy. Ever. 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 Where's the Bible? I could swear on. Ever. That was not my life. But it was still fun to get attention, right? Like we'd get dressed and we'd go out. And you, even if you weren't going to engage, you liked that you were on the dance floor and guys would notice you. I was single at the time. And it's nice to feel attractive, right? Why can't you just acknowledge and admit that? Why you got to be like, oh, no, I'm doing it for me. <laughs> Titties out and everything, please. M. Martin, 20 bucks. The reason why tattoos are red flags, attention-seeking behavior, risk-taking behavior, poor decision-making. I call them roadmaps to bad decisions. Interesting. A roadmap to a bad decision. Hmm. Oftentimes, a lot of women get those tattoos, and then you know where they wind up, and the dermatologist's office getting them removed. Something different about guys. A lot of guys in the military get the tattoos. A lot of guys will get a tattoo at some point in their life. It doesn't read the same as it does on a woman to me. I don't know. I never got a tattoo because I always, first of all, I was like, I'm fickle about stuff. I'm going to change my mind. I'm not going to want it there. And it always just looked odd to me. Like, why would you want to permanently etch something on your body as a female? It kind of took the... That women have this beauty about just simplicity in my mind and it took that away um, in some way in the same way that I'm not all about like you know the women with the piercings all the way around the ear not my thing I don't know maybe you disagree but I think that's an interesting comment from M. Martin okay you know who Sophia Franklin is guys mm-hmm. so she was formerly a part of that call her daddy podcast <laughs> remember that podcast it went super super famous actually she got cut out of the podcast at some point. There was tension between her and the other host. It was a whole big thing. I think the other host went on to get like a $60 million deal or something to that effect. So there's a lot of tension there. Sophia Franklin went on to start her own podcast. But that podcast was like modern woman, feminist, outcry. Like, oh, like every very slutty, like promiscuity, like you know, this is empowerment type of vibe to it. I remember I listened to, I had forgotten what this was. My husband said, you listened to it once, remember? And I said, I did listen to it. And I remember being like, the whole time, nastiness. Anyway, this particular moment, I love the faces that accompany my sounds. (laughs) 
Anyway, this uh, particular exchange is Sophia Franklin with Jay Cutler. Y'all know who Jay Cutler is? Jay Cutler is a former NFL quarterback. Um, he was with Christian Cavallari for a while. I actually did his show uh, right before I came out here. I did it as part of my book tour. He's a cool guy. And uh, we had a great conversation about COVID. If you want to go watch it, you should go check out Jay Cutler Uncut. That was a fun episode that we did. But regardless, this is an exchange between him. And I want you to pay attention to, I don't know a lot about Jay. Jay does lean conservative politically. I don't know a lot about his personal life and what that looked like. I know he's married to Kristen for a while. I know they have children. But you can kind of read his reaction to what she's saying. And it's very, very indicative of the way I think a lot of guys feel about these modern women and what's coming out of their mouths now. So pay attention to that. Let's go to 1921. Sometimes if it's going to be a one-off thing and you sleep with someone one time and then you'll never cheat again and, like, you don't ever talk to that person again. Says the reform cheater. It's not. It's a little bit different. That's acceptable? No. It's not acceptable, but, like, it's more understandable. You know? Is it, though? I don't know. I kind of think everyone deserves a one-time cheat in their relationship or marriage. Just Uh, a one-time. I disagree. You do? 100%. Yes. I mean, I think, okay, if you're dating. Okay, well, hold on a second. Sure. Pause this for a second. We're going to go back to this, so don't lose the spot, Deli. Can do you see his reaction? Would he ever, would that guy ever in a million years take that woman seriously? No way. Would he ever date her seriously? No way. He had to step up and say, uh, no. Uh, not in America. No, that's not how it's supposed to go. So how deeply unattractive is that to hear out of a woman's mouth? What guy wants to sit down with a woman and have her say, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I think like a a one time cheat is like, you know, OK. Now, guys, initially, if they're not if they're not really in it and they really don't care about her, you're thinking maybe maybe at home you're thinking, well, maybe the guy would think he'd get a pass. They don't want regardless, even if guys want that pass. Even if they did, right? Even if they were a guy who didn't want to be monogamous, he's not going to want you out there doing that. He's still not going to want you out there doing that, okay? Now, you know I'm a, I'm a proponent of monogamy, so you know where I'm coming from with this in terms of mutual monogamy and what that brings to the table in terms of stability in a family and whatnot. But regardless, no guy is going to want to to have a woman by his side who he knows feels that she could just go out. And if she just has that one-time cheat, it's like no big deal, that's disgusting, okay? You, that's not attractive to come out of a woman's mouth to hear that. You immediately lose respect. You immediately view them as a 304. You immediately view them as a modern woman. You immediately view them as a, as a brainwashed feminist. And you immediately view them as a headache because that is a woman who's going to be a problem for you. That's a woman who you're going to have to worry about when she goes out with her friends. That's a woman that probably has shady friends. That's a woman who's going to be able to detach that sex from emotion and who feels entitled to go have a fling behind your back. Do you want to sign up for that? What crazy guy would sign up for that? I I can't. I really can't. And by the way, most women do not cheat flippantly. They don't. They it's not like they 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 have interactions with someone. They get emotionally connected to someone first and then they cheat. It's different. It's different for men and women. A guy can have no emotional connection to someone, and I'm not condoning cheating, let me say that again, but a guy can have no emotional connection to someone and go out 
and sleep with them and have it be purely physical. And that probably is nine out of 10 times how that's going to happen if the cheating is going to happen. Women don't don't behave that way. They cheat for a reason. They cheat with purpose. They cheat because they're not getting something at home, tenderness, attention, affection, romance. It's an emotionally driven cheat more often than not. So there's a whole strategy. There's the texting and then there's a process that happens. So by the time she cheats, she's already emotionally invested in someone that's not you. And guess what? In order to end that and make that break, she's going to have to somehow get unemotionally invested in that guy. And that does not always happen. That doesn't work like that. It's different. Cheating with men and women is different. Even if you're going to be like me and say, I don't condone that behavior, you have to be willing to acknowledge there's a difference in the way men and women cheat and in in the way that they process it after the fact and prior to it even happening. So honestly, disgusting to hear a woman talk. I can't believe how these women talk. It's like, can we wash everybody's mouth out with some type of soap? Non-toxic, of course. Okay, so the conversation continues. Jay goes on. Let's go to 2015. This is random. So it's safe to say you're going to cheat again. (laughs) (laughs) Not when I have a ring on it. Got it. Engaged? Is engaged? engaged? What about engaged? You're you're engaged for a year. That's a gray zone. Yeah, I know. But once it's marriage, it's done. Okay, and, so, and I so hold enga- to so that. So you're engaged. You're it's still it's still on the table for you. The the one time cheat. It's yeah. called the one time cheat. There's no emotions. Mm. It's like you never hear from that person again. Oh, fair enough. But when you're married, absolutely. <laughs> Look at him. Wait, hold on. Do you see this guy? He's just like fair. he's given up. He's like fair enough. Next, can I? How do I? How do I leave Jay? You know, I'm a fan. <laughs> Your face says it all. How do I leave this room? Someone help me. Can somebody lower a rope in and I'll climb out? Okay. That's honestly what's going on. So she cheated before. Don't you love it? Mm. She's has reformed cheater status. She ain't reformed in nothing. Honey, you need go back to the Reformation school where you came from and get your money back because you're still talking like a modern woman cheater. This is how cheaters talk. Go get your cash back. Go for some detox somewhere. I don't know. She says that cheating, by the way, while engaged, is, is a gray area. Can you imagine? That means that what was the whole relationship before the engagement a gray area to you too, honey? So all that time you were dating and you were exclusive, you weren't exclusive is what you're telling that guy. Then you get engaged. Engaged to somebody, you're still not exclusive. And then you get married and now you're saying that's different uh, sometimes. <laughs> So this is a broken woman. This is a broken woman that appears to be incapable of a proper emotional investment in a partner. And she probably has a ton of damage. This is also why, again, why guys, let's say she changed tomorrow. You hear her on this podcast today. Let's say tomorrow she said, oh, you know what? I heard what I said. And I changed my mind. I felt that way before, but now I want to be monogamous. Do you think that guy's going to trust what's coming out of her mouth? Or do you think that guy's going to say this woman has a pattern of behavior that's troubling? She has continuously, repeatedly removed sex from emotion. She's been able to do that. She's hooked up with God knows who, having God knows how much eggplant going inside the body. Nasty. There's a pattern here. And her promiscuity has changed her. And now she's somebody I don't trust. I don't trust that she's not going to cheat. I don't, it's too easy for her to cheat. She's been doing it for her whole life. It's too easy. Uh-uh, I'm not touching it with a 10-foot pole. 
And that's why you have women like this, by the way, lots of stats come out that talk about body count. In fairness, the, the stats often talk about body count being high on both sides and why it's problematic for marriage and the statistics on that. We can get into that one day if you want. I was going to do it today, but it didn't fit in with everything else. But we can do it separately. But that's why women who have these, these stats these body count stats have problems in their relationships because they have a repeated pattern of behavior that's been destructive and they carry that energy and that pattern into their current relationship and then you're cheated on. Are you more likely as a man to be cheated on by a woman? Let's present the scenarios, right? You got two women. You got one woman who has a lot of self-respect, who had two partners in her life who she was completely in love with, who was raised right, who, you know, pairs sex with emotion, who never engaged in hookup culture, who's not a party girl. You got her. And then you got the other girl that reads like this girl right here and is promiscuous and has a past of, you know, eggplants coming left and right and has a past of, you know, the body counts being high and cheating in, when you're engaged is a gray area to her. Which girl looks safer to you? Of course the traditional one does. Why can't we just say that? Is it a guarantee? No, nothing in life is a guarantee. If I had to tell you to bet all of your life savings on one of those girls, would I tell you to go for the traditional woman? If you're willing to, if you want somebody who's not going to cheat? Yes. If you had to put it all in one pot, you're not putting it in the pot of, what's her name again? Franklin. What's her name again? I always forget her name. Sophia. Okay, let's do the last one in this. And then we need to talk about something sick. Not that this isn't sick. You're like, Jen, I thought this was sick. Yeah, different kind of sick. Okay, 2043, let's do that one. Oh, fair enough. But when you're married, absolutely not. Got it. Unless you're 10 years into it. Oh, gosh. I mean, you have then... so many, so many <laughs> outs here. No, no, no. This is what I think. Okay, 10 years in. You guys are bored. Can you open the relationship? Now, after 10 years of marriage, you want to open a relationship. This isn't cheating, though. This is like, let's... A conversation? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. We're bored. Let's okay, like, stop. either do a three. Okay. Can someone get make me a sign that says made for the streets and we can mail it to her? She could wear it around her neck as a beware to men as they approach. Come on. This is not a woman made or built for marriage. This is not a woman made or built for pair bonding. This is not a woman made or built for monogamy. This is disgusting stuff she's saying to him, right? Now she's saying, well, engagement was a gray area. She says, oh, marriage is different. But I mean, unless it's like 10 years in and you're bored. I mean... When you get married to somebody, you're supposed to be married for life. Do you think any guy is going to want to hear from his soon-to-be or already wife, oh, yeah, now it's all fine and good, but when, when we get bored, I can sleep with somebody else, right? <laughs> I, can't, I mean, who are these women think? I mean, who is going to put a ring on this unless she hides it and cloaks it in deceit? which I'm sure she'll have to at some point, who is going to marry this girl? What type of crazy, unless you're marrying her and you're doing the same, you're looking for some type of degenerate situation, right? You're a degenerate. You're hearing her talk degenerate and you're like, well, I don't really want to get married, but there's some, what, PR benefit to, to being with somebody who has a little bit of fame. I can't imagine what the incentive would be to marry somebody like this. I, I really can't. Disgusting. Wanting the random D all the time. Come you can see it in her eyes, too, by the way. Well, that's an interesting... 
hitching pause. She looks a little possessed there, but you can see in play it for a second for me. Deli goes screwing back and play it for a second. I just want you to look at her gaze, not to be, you know, judgmental, but again, I will be. If you play it, you, you'll see her. She's got like a, Some, or like, let's there's like a dead kind of like soulness, soullessness that's going on there. It looks like this damage. It's You can't, as a female, you cannot go through all that eggplant. You cannot go through one night stands, be promiscuous, have that high body count, go sleep with somebody that means nothing to you, leave the next day, not hear from them over and over again. You can't have that dynamic and not have it wreck you on the inside. It's not possible. It's not possible. You're going to get damaged. You're going to get vacant. You're going to lose touch with your womb. You're going to lose touch with your femininity. It's impossible not to. So now you got a whole bunch of women out there that maybe wake up at 30 and change their ways, but they're dead inside from what they've been doing in their 20s. And you know what guys see when they look into their eyes? Dead, dark, hurt, injured. Oh, how inviting. <laughs> Come on. All right, let's talk about some mental illness. Let me get to this chat. Jerome gave five bucks. Women will say body count doesn't matter, yet they defend that number with their life. They don't always, though. Let me tell you, they get embarrassed. By the way, can you pull everybody right now? Do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Do it for me right now. Do it for me. I'll wait. La, la. I was just going to sing the song from the Smurfs, which is really weird that that popped into my head. Man, maybe I have some childhood issues I have to deal with. Something's going on with me. Anyway, hit that subscribe, hit that like, and pass this podcast along to friends and family who you know need a little entertainment in their life. Maybe some good advice, too. Sometimes the girls with a high body count bow their heads in shame, actually, Jerome. They don't want to say it, so they know. Like, you'll ask the body count, and they'll be like, like that. That means they're embarrassed. They're embarrassed. More than you realize, they are embarrassed by this behavior. They just don't know what to do because they've already messed up. You know, they're already 22 with a body count of 20. Nasty. <laughs> I'm going to need a barf bucket. Maybe we should have one of those that we sell along with the merch. Jed's barf bucket. When faced with a modern woman, you're always ready. Okay. Benjamin Cocky, five bucks. For every time you catch them cheating, you will find two to three other times. I found that after my divorce. Disgusting. Really nasty. I don't understand. Listen, if you don't want to be monogamous, you don't have to be. Right. You just have to be honest with the person you're with. You can go into relationships, had this conversation with Justin Waller when he was here. You just got to be honest and transparent and be like, this is my situation. This is what I'm looking for. Do I think that's a bedrock of society and a great decision for, you know, societal structure at large? No. Do I think a lot of, you know, good, solid, traditional women are going to sign up for that? No. But someone someone might. And you know what? More than anything, they'll respect your honesty. So go in and say what you want and be open. And honest. why are you going to lie, deceive, cheat, nasty? Ugh. All right. It never works well. Even people who've cheated, made mistakes, apologize, will openly admit and say, that did not go well for me. <laughs> All right, let's do number seven. So I want to talk about the slippery slope quickly of mental illness that we have going on in this country and the blue pill community. So you know how we talk about like, oh, uh, how somebody identifies, right? It's no longer, it used to be, oh, you had a boy. Now it's like, oh, you had a little human that may or may not decide to be a boy, even though he has male genitals. Yay, let's have that party because everyone's sick, right? So let's play number seven. Let's see what she says. I don't know if it's a she. Oh, it's not. We don't know. Well, just listen. <laughs> just listen. My name is Horace and I'm a red-tailed hawk. In our world, I do have the body of a hawk, but while fronting, I consider myself a Therian, because I am in a human body, but my identity is still a hawk. 
Not all animal alters will identify this way, and I am, in fact, the only animal alter in our system who does identify this way. I am doing my best to come to terms with living in a human body. My name is Horace, and I'm a red Okay, so now why did I show this to you? Oh, Jen, why do you show these extreme circumstances? Because this is where we're going with this, okay? Now, this is mental illness, right? We can all acknowledge that if somebody firmly believes that they are a hawk, something ain't right up here, upstairs, right? Or are we now at a point that we have to acknowledge that? Now, I did a story a long time ago. I don't remember what country it was. I'm just thinking of it now where kids, little kids were identifying as cats and dogs. And there was some talk of litter boxes in the class. Do you do you want this to be your new world? I mean, you know, because it used to be live and let live. And I am I'm somebody who's like, listen, as long as you're not hurting yourself, you're not hurting anybody else. Just I don't care. I don't care what you eat. I can tell you it's bad for you. I'll be up here promoting it, you know, till kingdom come because I want people equipped to battle the matrix. But ultimately, it's your decision to live life as you want. But can we not acknowledge now that there are a lot of people that are suffering with some type of mental illness and they're not being properly addressed because they're going out there saying they identify as a hawk and people are saying there's nothing wrong with that. This is the slippery slope and where it heads. It's getting awfully slippery. Okay. Now, what happens? Your kid goes to school. Somebody wrote me a message the other day. Nasty message, right? They were pissed off at me. Oh, you're a bigot. This, that, and the other thing. Because I said, I said on Twitter, a man is a man, a woman is a woman. Like it's, it just is, right? No, you're such a bigot. So let me ask you a question. You have kids one day. Is is your child going to be able to look up at the sky? And if the kid looks up and says, "Oh, look, it's pink." And it's very clearly blue. Are you supposed to say, oh, well, that's what the child sees. Five plus five. Yeah, it's 22. Okay. Is, is there no reality that you can affirm or confirm as fact anymore? This is sick. This is a sick society. Certain things are grounded in factual reality. When you remove that and now everything is subjective, what happens to history? What happens to education? What happens to spelling of words? Does everyone get to have their own alternate spelling of the way where and when you just can't read? Somebody sends you a letter. You're like, what is, what is this? It's a whole bunch of letters. Don't make any sense. Oh, well, that person has their own definition of the alphabet and we have to respect that. Do you see how sick it can get very quickly? Sick. We are a sick society. Apparently full of hawks. Oh, God, I just can't. All right. Final story of the day. Why did I cover this? You know, I talk about the Matrix, by the way. By the way, did you see that tweet from Andrew Tate that came out? That He's writing a book, apparently. Y'all see that? I saw it this morning. That's going to be so. Can you imagine that book? First of all, every single publisher, I can't wait for him to field the request from the woke publishers. They're all going to want a piece of that book. Why? It's going to make a ton of money. He shouldn't give it to any of them. He should self-publish that book because they'll ruin it, by the way, in the editorial process. They'll be, oh, we can't do that. Oh, we can't do this. Mm -hmm. He's writing a book. Uh, so he claims. <laughs> he said in jail he was writing a book. I would read that book. I'd be curious to see what he says. Wouldn't you read it? Interesting. Shouldn't go through a publisher. You should write it raw. Okay. So I see this article that comes out from The Defender. I have to equip you. You know, one of my jobs here is to take down modern feminism. And the other responsibility I have is to take down the matrix. And part of that structure is that you're trying, you're getting poisoned every day from the food you buy in the grocery store and the food your kids, if you have kids, get at school. All this nasty stuff going on. So I wanted to just highlight this because this is a perfect example. You know how I talk about the bigs, right, and the union of big pharma and big tech and big government and that big one world government, how they all join hands. They come out. They roll out with talking points and, you know, suddenly there's mandates. Suddenly there's injections. Suddenly there's all this stuff that you may not want pushed on your person. Okay. 
The Defender, public schools start serving Kraft Lunchables. Kraft Lunchables, thanks to sweetheart deal with the USDA. Check this out. Starting this fall, more highly processed foods will be on the menu for children in public schools thanks to a major new initiative to get Kraft Heinz Lunchables products into U.S. public school in, uh, cafeterias. The company said two versions of the Lunchables will be served in K-12. to They've got their turkey and cheddar or their extra cheesy pizza that they claim, by the way, meet the federal nutrition guidelines set for the U.S. Department of Agriculture's National School Lunch Program. Mm-hmm. The Kraft Heinz Company is the fifth largest food and beverage company in the world. Its product line includes, wait for it, Velveeta cheese, which, by the way, is not real cheese, Kool-Aid, how healthy, and Jell-O, sugar and water. Okay. Now, how is this happening? By the way, uh, this Fagan is the CEO and chief scientific officer of this Health Research Institute, and they recently released a report, I don't know if you saw it, that showed that highly processed foods like Kraft Heinz's products increase inflammation and free radicals. And there was also high pesticide levels, extremely high pesticide levels in children's school lunches, so much so that there was a whole audit. It was a whole mess. So here's the thing. I looked up, I just want to show you what's happening to your food. You cannot be healthy if you're eating crap food. You can't. You can't do it. Your body will constantly be in a state of inflammation. Your body will constantly be trying to purge essentially the ingredients of these products. So I look up, now, I don't have the exact ones here because I, I they, they did a little tweaking here uh, with the USDA and they're being very secretive. Oh, shocking. But I looked up their page and I looked at the, the turkey and cheddar. I looked at the extra cheesy pizza and I had some ingredients here. Okay. So the turkey and cheddar, what are we on? Extra cheesy? Yeah. yeah. You'd have to, I don't know where you're going to find the scroll down, but you can just even listen to me talk about it. It's fine. I just want to show you that I did the research, the ingredients, the nutrition facts. You got stuff like sugar, glycerin, soybean oil, vital wheat gluten, mono and diglyceride, xanthan gum, which is a huge gut irritant, calcium propionate, sorbic acid, artificial flavors, cellulose powder, food coloring, maltodextrin, dextrose, modified food starch, palm oil, a whole bunch of, look, blue one, red 40, yellow six. Does this sound healthy to you? It doesn't even let you pull up the nutrition facts. Yeah, I got through because, you know. <laughs> The Matrix got nothing on me. <laughs> Listen, you want to you wanna battle the Matrix. You need to come on board. I'm telling you, man, I got connections in high places. Just saying. Regardless, here are some of the ingredients. The turkey and cheddar version that was sold at Target contains additives, potassium lactate, modified cornstarch, dextrose, carangenin, which is the substance that rips your gut lining. To you don't want to have leaky gut? Sodium phosphate, sodium diacetate, potassium salt, sodium ascorbate, natural and artificial flavor, smoke flavor. That smoke flavor just means like a crap. Sunflower lecithin, palm oil, and sugar. This is just some of the ingredients. Now, why do I bring this? Oh, and look, some of them come with a, with a Capri Sun. Oh, look, this one, this batch comes with gummy worms. And gummy worms have a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, look, red 40, yellow 5, yellow 6. Okay, so here's the bottom line. Here's what I want to tell you about this. This is not food. It's not food. You send your kids to school, and this is unfortunate because they target uh, families of limited means because you, that you send your kids to public schools. You don't have options. Like You don't have – if you are financially unstable or you have financial limitations, you are at the mercy of government, which is why I always tell you get your financial house in order so that you can see this coming down the pike and pull your kids out of school like this and say, uh-uh, my kid's not eating this. Or you prepare lunch and you make sure that kid goes to school with it. But you need to understand this is agenda-driven. This is not, oh, they just you know found something. They're trying to put whole grains together. No. 
Because if your kids are unhealthy from the start, then they are going to be big pharma dependent as they age. This is all contrived. It's all contrived. All this crap in the foods, in the aisles, it's getting worse and worse by the day. Disgusting stuff. And you're going to have, what do you have? You ever go walk around a playground, you see fat kids, obesity epidemic among kids. I saw a little girl the other day, it was horrible. She was waddling across the playground. My heart was broken. And you know what her dad gave her? Cheese doodles. I was like, like this, like a warrior inside. Because I cannot, that's a form of child abuse in my opinion, by the way, when you have a kid that's very fat and you're doing that to them. Now, why am I saying this about kids? You may say, oh, I don't have kids. It's happening to you too. Go look, turn the packages over at the grocery store of what you're eating. If you can't pronounce what's in it, ask yourself why. The matrix wants you sick. The matrix wants you dependent. The matrix wants you on big pharma drugs. It's all a system together created to weaken you. That's why I'm bringing this to your attention. And how does it happen? It happens because the USDA partners, that's the government institution, partners with these big private companies that have a ton of clout and big paying lobbyists. They form a union and you know who suffers? You do. Sound familiar when the government partnered with Pfizer? It's the same game. It's a different day. Arm yourself with information or you're going to be sick. You're going to be scared. And you're going to be dependent on a system that wants to keep you sick so they can keep making money off of you. I refuse to allow that. That's why at JB Live, we're getting you healthy. And Martin gave 20 bucks. I identified as, as an asteroid. Me too. What a coincidence. There I am up in the sky. Can you imagine? Marky Mark, five bucks, 61-year-old confirmed bachelor. I love it. No one nags me. <laughs> I know that. Do what I want, what I want. A 22-year-old with a 20 body count is virtuous today. Disgusting. Imagine 20, but how are you getting through that many bodies? Oh, when did you start? Middle school? Ugh. Marky Mark also gave five hours. Searching for a good woman these days is akin to jumping into a sea of turds in hopes of finding a Tootsie Roll. Not worth the effort. So here, let me just say this. Is that the last chat? Uh, yeah. Okay, before we wrap, let me say this. I don't want you all getting discouraged. Okay, I don't want you, the reason that I bring this stuff to you, first of all, about the matrix is not for you to be discouraged. I want you empowered. I want you to say, I am not, I am not falling prey to that system. I'm going to make my money. I'm going to get myself healthy. I can do it. And then I'm going to say, screw all of you big government institutions. I want you in that position, feeling empowered, not defeated. In the dating market, I understand what you're looking at. It's nasty. It's disgusting. I want you to know there are people out there. There are people out there who feel differently. And they're searching for people like you who feel differently. And there's something beautiful and incredible that can happen when a man and a woman come together that complement each other beautifully and create a child and have a beautiful family. I want you to find that. You're going to have to sift through a little bit, a lot, more garbage than some of us did back in the day. Well, I married late, but my parents certainly didn't have this much garbage to sift through. And your kids, if you're having them, are going to have to sift through more. It doesn't mean you can't do it. And it doesn't mean that you should feel defeated. It's out there. Companionship can be a beautiful thing. Marriage can be a beautiful thing. But we're going to have to tread through these waters together. Don't worry. I'll give you some advice like I give to Deli, right? Deli is now someone that has to run the, uh, the prospective women through me. So, you know, it's going to be a challenge for him. Let's just say that. But ultimately, when he finds someone, it's going to be a beautiful traditional woman, right? <laughs> Jelly Slick, I don't know. All right, everyone, thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. I will be back here. What day is this? Is this is this Monday? Yeah. Oh, hit that subscribe button. 
hit that like button. We have some guests on the list coming up. I will be sharing with you. And don't forget, if you want to send a text message directly to my phone. I see you, Deli. One sec. If you want to send a text message directly to my phone, you want to FaceTime with me, go on Minect, M-I-N-N-E-C-T. It's PBD's app. It's been fun to interact with you there. That's for stuff. If it's more personal, maybe you don't want to put it in the chat and whatnot. Do you have one here? Yeah, there's one more left. Where is it? Deli's trying to make me have to work here. Oh, here we go. Caleb Faust. Are we going to get a healthy living podcast? Food products you recommend? I like the Brocasa stuff. Feel clean and unadulterated. So all of our partnerships, all of our sponsorships are going to be with products or services. I would say 99% of them are going to be health and wellness driven. And I am starting a project soon that you're going to love. It's not going to be ready for a little while, but let's just say I'm going to connect you to quite a bit of things that you're going to be able to change out one by one and you're going to feel the difference. So don't worry. Yes. Um, don't worry. It's coming and it's going to be good. And I'm going to arm you to defeat the SOBs that are trying to take your health away. Don't you worry. You're in good hands. I'll see you back here Wednesday. Behave. Sort of.